Light it up. Welcome to Unmistakably Star Wars, your source for a high-quality, informative, and entertaining look into the Star Wars galaxy. So strap yourself in, because here's where the fun begins. Well, greetings, my little Tauntauns. We are joining you tonight, actually, live from Port Taproom in downtown Santa Cruz, California, on a block from the beach, blocks from the Redwoods. There could be Ewoks or Dubaks going by at any minute now. And joining me, I can't even say in the studio tonight, but in the brewery, uh, the one and only fun Auntie Bex. Hey, guys. Uh, by the way, um, the, of course, you're going to be hearing some ambient sound. We've got a, a pretty good... Uh, gathering here of folks that are going to uh, not only join us for the podcast, but perhaps win some prizes. So we may take a break here and there in order for them to win some prizes. Also joining us tonight from the Redwoods, <laughs> the one and only Barb the Canadian. Hey, everybody. Now, here's where it gets really exciting, because yes. usually this is where I pivot and say our book in from the contiguous 48 states, but... That would not apply to this particular oh, no. 161st episode mm. of Unmistakably Star Wars because tonight the one and only Infazive is with us in the poor tap room live. She's four pints into it. She's already back from her Life Day celebration, so this is back-to-back <laughs> madness. So, Eve, welcome to California. <laughs> Yes, happy to be here, and yes. it's three. It's three. It's wines. three. I was, I was just force casting into the future. Yeah. What's right around the corner? No <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. Well, well, listen. As as we're waiting for some folks to uh, come up and have some trivia and stuff, I, I don't know if you, if you caught this in the news uh, this last week or not, but um, Luke Skywalker was arrested. What the what? What he was arrested? It's true. It's true. It, it actually made national news. Luke Skywalker was arrested. Now, let, let me back up a little bit. You're, you're thinking, of course, the character that Mark Hamill's played for the last 41 or so years. But actually, some young man in Tennessee, <laughs> oh, no. his parents named him first name Luke, middle name Sky, last name no. Wow. No. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so Luke Skywalker <laughs> was actually mean. busted by the Tennessee sheriff. Wait for it. For stealing street signs. <laughs> Luke Skywalker busted stealing street signs. He was later pulled over because he was Just actually in violation of his probation. Oh, and uh, he was, go to Tashi Station. I know, right? <laughs> Except, uh, hey, I used to bullseye womp rants in my gold accord back home. Um, oh, and, oh. and so Luke Skywalker was, was arrested for a parole violation. So... Um, insert your favorite Luke and prison joke right here, and I'm sure it's... it's Is there I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Um, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. My goodness. Sorry. It's a family-friendly show. It used to be. It doesn't feel like it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> See what you miss when you're not in the studio? It's crazy. I'm just excited to see your face. I know, I know. Well, listen, let's talk a little bit about what is in the news this week, our top three news stories. You know what? I don't even know if we can call this news anymore, but mm. guess what? It was announced this past week on StarWars.com as well as on the Twitterverse that, wait for it, we've got another white dude in a lead role for Star Wars. 
This is exciting, folks. Dude. Also, we're going to talk about what <laughs> Kylo Ren and Angela Bassett have in common. More on that later. Uh, piqued your interest, haven't I? Yes. That's right. Uh, yes. 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 Angela Bassett. And also, Star Wars is, according to Lucasfilm, I'm glad we're all sitting down for this. Mm. It's for kids. It's what official. Yeah. It's wow. official. Yes, Who? it is. We'll no, talk about I'm that. Even. I know. Mm. I know. It's true. Go. It's true. Hey, we're also going to have a chance not only for some uh, trivia from some of the patrons here tonight, but we've got some uh, games lined up for our panel as well. So top three news items for the week are coming up. Number three. All right. Now, as we jump into the top three news stories, I will say this for this first story of the night. I'm giving you some spoiler warnings out there for Episode 9. So, if you want to avoid potential spoilers, I do not know if these are verified or not. I think they come from a fairly reliable source. We typically don't talk spoilers on this show, but I, I found this one kind of interesting. And quite frankly, calling it a spoiler is maybe a little bit of a stretch because I don't think it has many plot points or reveals to it. It's just a little nuanced thing. So, nonetheless, though... If you don't want to know anything about Episode 9, confirmed or unconfirmed, you may want to just go ahead and mute us for a little bit, pour yourself a pint, come back in a little bit. That being said, let's jump into this. This was released uh, in a variety of places this last week, including comicbook.com, makingstarwars.net, and some other sources that have typically um, come to the table with some fairly reliable knowledge, and that is this. In Episode 9, it has been rumored that Kylo Ren gets his helmet back. Mm. So just like, here's, here's my connection to the top of the show. Yeah, he got it just exactly right. Angela Bassett, still got a groove back. Kylo's got his groove back. So potential here to, to have his helmet back. That was bad. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think there's some folks laughing right now. Somebody's on the treadmill right now loving that. Um, so let me ask this. Right. And, and, and Eve, since you are here live yes. in poor tap room in Santa Cruz, California tonight, um, should we care? <laughs> Of course, not whether you're here or not, but whether Kylo gets his mask back or not. Yes. And, and great answer. Tell us why. I think it was significant in The Force Awakens, and I think that his destroying it in The Last Jedi was significant. Okay, so when he has a little temper tantrum and begins feeling sorry for himself because Supreme Leader Snoke said, Wah, take off that ridiculous mask. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so you think that this could be a good thing? My brain immediately went to this feels like a flashback scene, but then the oh. article talked about how right. it was reconstructed with right, red, right. and it looked like kind of some weird, funky amalgamation of Darth Vader and Maul and right. Kylo. Yeah, let me actually read this from the, the quote, and again, we're getting this from comicbook.com, who's quoting Making Star Wars, but this is what the quote reads. Sources have said they saw Kylo Ren with the reforged mask mm -hmm. on in various stages of dress. Mm -hmm. No word on whether that includes just high-waisted leather pants or not. <laughs> Which also means we can't yet say how often he wears the helmet. So, if this news disappoints you, try to keep that in mind. <laughs> Making Star Wars reports, to them it looked like the mask, and this is what he was uh, talking about. The mask was pieced back together using some kind of red crystalline bonding material. I wonder if that's like Arbon or if that might be Mary Kay. I wonder what, what anyway. Um, the More visual, like decoupage. May, perhaps like decoupage. That. Went straight to Michael's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, I'm ashamed of myself for knowing that. The visual <laughs> gave the mask a very corrupted look as it's quoted in the article. 
a little Kylo, a little Vader, and maybe even a hint of Maul's facial stylings. Barb, you're shaking your head. Why? Is this not good stuff that little Kylo is just saying, you know what, I killed Supreme Leader Snoke. I am now the Supreme Leader, and gosh darn it, I'm grabbing some crazy glue, a ShamWow, and I'm putting this thing back together. <laughs> I am shaking my head because you know exactly how I feel about knowing too much of the movie before I get Barb, in. if that was too much of the movie... <laughs> I okay. Do you remember yeah. with the Last Jedi? I, I watched nothing. 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 Yes. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. You were virginal so, going into it. <laughs> so, um, and because we have the privilege of having Eve here with yes. us, yes. she was reading me the articles this yes. morning so Aww. that I could be on. Yeah. Story time with Eve. That's yes. Awesome. Yes. It's and I, I'm saying like, I'm like clenching. Yeah. As I'm driving, like. I'm listening to this, and yeah. I don't want to be hearing Forcing this. Forcing you to listen to it. Whether it's true or whether it's not. So that's why I'm shaking okay. my head. But back okay. to your question. Right. Thank you. Specifically, what was it again? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, you were shaking your head at this. Is this a good thing? Is this, is this Kylo uh, getting his okay. groove back? I think so. Okay, so Kylo really needs to define who he is oh, now that he has taken the position of supreme leader. Yeah. You know, he really had to put Hux in his place yeah. in The Last Jedi, and we saw that a little bit at yeah. the end. Yeah. He needs to define who he is. Okay. And I think having this mask and having it put back together in a way that is even more menacing mm -hmm. than what it was. Okay. And broken, but put back together. Ah. He is establishing this not ambiance, but what's the word? Like, he's letting people know who he is. Dominance? Yeah. And then, but also having a mask of mm. the true self yeah. behind mm. Well, let that. me ask this. Let me follow up with that then. Do you like the idea? Let's say that this is true. Do you like the idea if he's going back to the masked villain look? Do you think that it is better that he's recrafting his old one? Or do you think it would be better to craft something brand new i like the idea that he's recrafting his okay. old one i like this idea of something broken being put back together but looking mattered like broken into pieces okay and it, there's just something about that that that's very appealing especially as eve said with the red crystalline crystalline yes bex let me ask this of you when it comes to what potentially might be this this tattered Piece together helmet that Kylo Ren is is rewearing. Mm -hmm. Is that really is is that the director's take on giving us a metaphor of like that represents who Kylo is on the inside as well as outside? Sure. Wow. <laughs> Said with enthusiasm and conviction. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Mm. I appreciate what my counterparts have said, but oh. I, I disagree oh. Oh, okay. with the need of the mask. Okay. Because. Yeah, all right, all right, here we go. Because it's on. <laughs> I feel like at the end of The Last Jedi, Kylo was, had his groove back. Yeah. And we uh -huh. saw the crazy. Uh -huh. okay. And we saw the hatred yeah. and that yeah. menacing, yeah. which we never got with Vader yeah. because his face was covered. Right. Which... I feel like going back to the mask is he's trying to become Vader again. Mm. He's trying to follow too closely in his grandfather's footsteps yeah. instead of branching out and becoming 
really the nasty, nasty character he could be. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's part of his struggle, though? Of trying to emulate Vader too much? Yes. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, and with putting the mask back together, perhaps that's what the director is trying to portray to us. Yeah. Is he is so confused on who he is that yeah. he's trying to piece himself together yeah. from these different right. people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it, don't. For me personally, I don't think the mask is necessary. It's fascinating where we draw our inspirations in our own lives from. And and look, this isn't just a Star Wars based thing per se, because you can look at. Um, any psychology class or talk to a, any psychologist or, or therapist that you may know, but it, when people grow up, whether they be male or female, when they grow up without a positive male slash father figure, I'll go ahead and just label it like that, in their life, mm-hmm. they search for others yeah. that they want to emulate. And so we've certainly seen some windows into Kylo Ben's background. And so I'm curious if one of his... I guess deifying Vader has to come with searching for what he would perceive to be the next positive male figure. I don't know. I don't know how much that, that might be reading too much into it. But but I'm curious though when it comes to the cracked mask and how much that is uh, an analogy or a metaphor for who he is internally. Yeah. Let's pretend that he doesn't have the mask for a second, Bex. Okay. Long flowing Does he hair. Have the shirt. Long flow. We'll get there in a second. Long flowing hair, short hair, bald Kylo. That's been trending here and there on the interwebs. Uh, short or long flowing, don't care. Can't go bald. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We've lost like twenty percent of our listeners now. Um, I'm just sorry. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I have nothing against bald people. My husband right. is bald. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know. Right. Same. So was I when bald is like handsome. Two months old. Um, all right. <laughs> Aww. Here's the good news. I'm Dude. going there again. I'm going there again. Oh, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> Barb, let me bring it back to you. When it comes to Kylo Ren wearing the mask again, what do you think this is, might be like kind of a, a signpost and signaling for us as far as what may unfold in episode nine? If you were into rumors and speculation and mm. things like that. <laughs> what it's like, what's going to happen with Kylo Ren? In yeah, episode? Why, why do you think that this would be an element that's brought back into the storyline? That's a really good question. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm here all night. (laughs) Um, I mean, well, since we're on the subject of speculation, let me speculate. Uh, I hate the thought of redemption of Kylo Ren. Mm. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I actually agree with that. So. Let me make that a little more. But that's your where corner. that's okay. where I would think that that is going. Okay. If he's going to put a mask on, yeah. you know, let's speak metaphorically here. Sure. If he's yeah. going to put a mask on, yeah. there's mm-hmm. this possibility mm-hmm. of it coming off in the end. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, that would be where I would see it going. Yeah. However, I don't like the ring theory, okay. and I don't want it to go that direction necessarily unless it's done well and when i say well i mean beyond any imagination that i would have of it well that's fascinating and see i i would argue that redemption or not i don't think kylo ren has to be redeemed in order for the ring theory to remain valid really i i yeah i i do because it i think the ring theory is not just Someone is redeemed, but redemption as a theme is part of 
interesting. The, the huh. ring theory just itself. Just the story in general. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, that, that's where I tend to lead. I, I think that, that leaves a broader, a broader path for the story creators to forge ahead in. Mm-hmm. Eve, let me ask you this. Sure. What about Vader's helmet? We saw that briefly in The Force Awakens. We don't know if it melted and got incinerated with the downfall of Star Killer Base, mm. excuse me, Death Star 3. Um, <laughs> Put it in there. Is there any hope for you to see the return of Vader's helmet? No. No? No. I, as, as a huge Vader fan, I'd love to see it again, yeah. but I think that it had its significant moment in yeah. the sequel trilogy, and then that was it. Okay, fair enough. Bex, how about you? Should Vader's helmet reappear again? Will, will, it, will it actually ring theory or thematic elements? Will that, will that be an interesting combination if we see that come into play again and Kylo is redonning his own helmet? Well, it kind of makes me wonder if this rebuilding of Kylo's helmet becomes the new Vader helmet. Yeah. Mm. Where we won't actually get Vader's helmet again where it was all melted and, you know, mm. distorted yeah. looking. Yeah. But... With Kylo rebuilding his helmet, yeah. if that kind of becomes his new focal point, yeah. I guess, and what he starts talking to, where he maybe doesn't actually wear his helmet anymore, but he uses it as kind of that medium mm. to try and interact with his Yeah, which you brought spirit. up a couple weeks ago when right. we were talking in regards to the current storyline going on with the Darth Vader comic line. It'd be interesting if you go back and look at some of the original sketch drawings from Ralph McQuarrie prior mm-hmm. to Star Wars being in theaters, you actually see this kind of almost a weird combination how you could see Vader and Kylo's mask kind of being fused together mm-hmm. with some of Ralph right. McQuarrie's original artwork. And so not recommending that they go there, not saying that they're going to go there. I think it would be fascinating if we saw something like that, though, mm-hmm. from the writers of, of the next story. Let's go on to our number two story for the week. Number two. Right, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Lucasfilm made it official. Star Wars is for kids. Mm-mm. Which means this, this will be our last podcast until the next one, people. Relax. <laughs> I mean, Don't you dare. Surprise for kids all along. Well, okay, so we go back. It goes back to uh, an interview with George Lucas way, way back that he talks about, you know, ideally that it's for that 12-year-old, right? Right. Someone who is exploring their own ideas and expanding their own creative thoughts, maybe even thinking about that in terms of space exploration. So there is that. But with this latest installment, which is Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures, here's what's going on. We've got animated scenes of scenes from the movies that we're already very familiar with. We already know Inside and Out, but they're giving it to us in this animation shorts. Um, I, I guess that I would want to know. First of all, I, I, I love the style of animation, but with mm-hmm. that said, let me, let me begin, Barb, with you this time. What are your thoughts on this? We're, we're basically getting an animated highlight reel of things we've already seen. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. Um, I mentioned to you too that I'm, you know, in the process of writing this article about who was Star Wars made for? Is mm-hmm. it made for kids? And it, right. you know, it's just interesting because these are all remakes of yeah. what we have seen. Yeah, I I don't agree that it's made for kids. I think that these scenes are going to help bring in the kids that 
maybe are not of the age that their parents want them to watch the uh, movies. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And so I'm interested with that. I think that we've talked before that animation is a great entry point for a lot of younger fans, right? Yes. And, and certainly I know that our very own Amy Wishman has been on record for saying it. I know, Bex, mm-hmm. you've been on saying it, and Barb, you as well. And Eva, I know that you've kind of played around a little bit with, with Rebels and, and Clone Wars and stuff with you and your daughter. And certainly my daughter Ainsley and Jeremy's kids. Like, pretty much anyone who's on our team that's a parent mm-hmm. has kids that have the animated Star Wars um, interaction, and so I, I agree that I think that that's a great place to go. Do you think that it's kind of cheapening it by just giving us rehash things that they'll eventually see in the films? Well, then that brings it back to whose opinion are you looking for? Mm, I'm looking for yours right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, because if if you're a Star Wars fan from the beginning, Devin, mm-hmm. um, and you go and watch these with your daughter, right? Um, your daughter has seen the movies. Right. But say she hadn't. Right. And you wanted to introduce her yeah. to them. So is it cheapening Star Wars for you? Mm. Well, maybe for you, but not for her. Yeah. It really, from a certain point of view. Oh. Oh. I can what? do it. Apparently two drinks in, I can start quoting well, like Devin. Bartender. Uh, not around. <laughs> I'm it, on it. Seriously, it depends on whose point of view. If we're going to bring in younger a younger yeah. audience. Yeah. And they like it. Yeah. Then who's to say, you know, the adults that grew up with Star Wars, that our opinion really matters yeah. in that aspect. Mm. Aspect. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think you make some great points, especially when it comes to introducing the kids. And then when they see that, that's a, that's a great opportunity for conversation. Be like, oh, in this movie, you're going to see mm. this episode or whatever of the Galaxy of Adventures. Yes. Eve, let me ask you from your perspective. Um, should we be embracing anything and everything that Lucasfilm is going to throw our way that we are meant to consume as viewers, whether it's animation, whether it's the streaming platform that's going to give us live action stuff, whether it's the films themselves? <laughs> I'm so glad I can see facial expressions right now. <laughs> Clearly the, the difference between two drinks and three drinks per person yeah. is uh, yeah, making the difference. I'm to a fourth, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. As a as a very passionate Star Wars fan, I yeah. feel that I should mm. consume as much as I could. Yeah. But no, I don't think that we need to do it. Okay. So, you know, Barb talking about the Galaxy of Adventures, I yeah. think that that kind of style of animation, if I look and I talk to my daughter, she's seeing it from the exciting point of view and yeah. not so much seeing the themes yeah. that are going on. Right. And that's where the movies come in for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's the difference, and, and I think Lucasfilm knows that. Uh, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Bex, from your perspective, is this just, I guess, Disney's attempt at a cash grab? We'll just <laughs> kind of use that that label loosely as far as like, hey, we know if we hook them on the Galaxy of Adventures, they're going to buy the toys. They're going to purchase the apps. They're going to do oh, all that. Absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. is that okay as a parent? Are you okay with that? Yes, because I can say no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I tell myself I can say no. Part of it is, so I had Silas actually watch it with me. Yeah. I watched it one time first, yeah. and then I had him watch it with me. Yeah. And he was like, oh, Mama, that's what happened. Oh. Like, with Leia and R2-D2, in the film, it was so over his head. Mm. He was like, I know who those characters are, but I don't know what's going on. Ah. And so with that little snippet of a scene, he was yeah. like, oh. 
Oh, it made sense. And then he's like, and they were hiding from Darth Vader. The circle is now complete. It all, yes. Exactly. It nice. all made sense to okay. him. And now he's even more excited yeah. when I'm like, hey, let's put Star Wars on because right. you're running a fever and right. can't go to school. Oh, totally. <laughs> well, and I think that, Bex, you bring up a, a great in, insight there. And that is, isn't it interesting how something that we're so familiar with on film or through book or all of the above, just osmosis at this point in our lives for many of us. <laughs> right. And our kids or kids in general can see something that maybe they've even seen before in film. But they see it in an animated perspective, and all of a sudden, lights come on, doors open, yeah, it and just makes points sense. connect. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Thank you for sharing that part of it. Look, I'm a fan of this. I don't think that there's such a thing as, as too much Star Wars as far as the different flavors that we're getting. And I, and I think that this is a fantastic point, once again, to make this a family experience. What's up next? Number one. All right, Tauntaun. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, um, for better or for worse, it was announced that Nick Nolte is joining the cast of The Mandalorian. I'm not going to identify who gave that sound. Could have been any of us. Could have been any of us that are not from the West Coast. Um, (laughs) Boss thrown under. <laughs> and and so Nick Nolte is obviously a veteran actor. He's a 77-year-old white dude who's been uh, nominated for all kinds of awards. He has received all kinds of awards Wait, for his acting abilities. 77? He's 77. Wow. Which Star Wars fans should appreciate that number. Um, with that in mind, <laughs> Eve, let me start with you since <laughs> you didn't pull any punches on your immediate reaction there. Never. Is this a good thing? No. Okay. <laughs> Nick Nolte sucks. Oh. Okay, so it's not so much even like the white older dude as mm. it is you just think Nick Nolte. He's period. the worst. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Wow. From a Parks and Rec reference. Yeah. yeah he's, I read that article today and I was like, seriously? Wow. So, okay, you, you've got to unpack that a little bit. Why, why do you think that Nick Nolte is the worst? Because people who give awards and things would tend to disagree with you. <laughs> well, I mean, he's been, well, not recently in the news for all of his, you know, legal shenanigans, but I've seen them photos of him with the crazy hair in the mugshot. Nick, what's going on? He's just, no, he had his time. What, he, he played Buddy Holly, right? Once Upon a Time. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Is that in, right, or was that Gary Busey? No, that was Gary Busey. Yeah, I'm confusing yeah. things. Yeah. I've had some drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Nick Nolte still sucks. All right, then. <laughs> Sticking with that. Yeah, I am. It's just a weird vibe. I don't think, like, if I think Star Wars and I think of actors in my mind who would be great casts for mm-hmm. it, Nick Nolte is, doesn't enter. Nowhere near it. So yeah. instead of picking what would, on, on many people's perspectives, be a name recognition mm. high B low A level actor Z okay well and so this is interesting you, you actually think that like oh this this isn't anything that Disney should be like blowing the horns and banging the drums over this is actually really bad news it is wow. I don't think he's a good face for Disney I don't think he's a good face for Star Wars and most of now, the now are you people... talking physical face or are you just talking like both wow <laughs> he's nothing to look no wow no Coming on strong I no tonight. Problem. I mean, my, one of my favorite men on earth is Paul McCartney. He's 76 years old. That's a yeah. great face. Yeah. Not Nick Nolte. All right. So maybe we get Paul McCartney into The Mandalorian. There you go. 
I'd watch. And rename it the McCartneyan. Um, all right, Barb, are you with Eve on this? I am with Eve on this. Now, here's the thing. Okay, I have seen a lot of Nick Nolte movies, starting yeah. with, this is funny, but this might age me. My first mo- Nick Nolte movie was The Fugitive with Martin Short. Wow. Um, but then we've Ford. got some really good ones in there, like The Prince of Tides and The Thin Red Line. Yeah. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about a little bit because I've seen Nick Nolte's movies. Okay. Um, he's a good actor. Okay. But there's been something um, called going off the rails, mm. which he has done yeah. as of late. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as Eve had said, I don't think he's a good face for Disney or Star Wars. Okay. So give me a good face for Disney Star Wars then. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> okay. So if Mr. <laughs> McGregor comes back... <laughs> We probably have an idea of what role he is most likely to play. So give me somebody that we haven't seen in Star Wars that you think would be an applicable fit for where we're going with this. And granted, we don't know all the details of what this character is going to be. He may very well be doing CGI-related voiceover work. Go ahead. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Absolutely. And and (laughs) (laughs) He's got a good face. Yeah. He's got a good attitude. Yeah. He has a good reputation. Okay. And he is talented in every aspect. Oh, really? Really. (laughs) Say more. (laughs) There's conviction in this. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. You know that list in Friends? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say more, Barb. (laughs) Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) Hugh Jackman, hall pass. All right, Bex. Um... From your perspective, is Nick Nolte the way to go? I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm shocked at what I'm hearing so far. So, initially, yeah, when I read the news, yeah. I thought, damn it, not Nick Nolte. Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> but, but, I then remembered my, damn it, not Woody Harrelson. Ah. What moment? When I found out he was going to be in Solo, and I was like, no, we've already seen him play the drunk dude. I don't uh. need to see him play the drunk dude again. So you had the, oh, no, Woody Harrelson oh, moment. Oh, no, Woody Harrelson moment when yeah. I found out he was going to be in Solo, because we had already seen him play Hamish in The Hunger Games. Sure. And I'm like, we don't need a Hamish yeah. in Star Wars. Sure. And it hurts me to say admit it. this. Say it. And say it. Say and it. he was really good. All right. There you go. And Beckett was a great character. Yeah. And so my initial, oh, crap, not Nick Nolte. I'm going to pull it back to, let's see what he can give us. Okay. Mm. All right. So I'm not, am I stoked that it's Nick Nolte? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> am I, crap. No. I'm going to be in the middle soggy ground of, mm. let me see what you can do, right. and then soggy I will say good. whether or not okay. Okay. Uh, so I I'll like buy you that. for that, Star that, Wars. That's the most rational response we've had this evening. Excuse uh, me? That's because yeah. I've only I had, had one beer. I had a lot of rationality in mine. Yeah. I, I had none. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had Hugh yeah. Jackman rationality. Yeah. I'm true. so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Bex, back to you. Um, yes. So, 
please. I'm curious then. It's interesting <laughs> that you're going to give him a, a shot, but what, what name would have made you say yes? You know, I honestly don't think there could be one because the thing I love about what Star Wars was and kind of to an extent continues to be is yeah. it gives these new people a shot. Ah. And it's actors who... They've done good work, but yeah. they're not household names. Right, right. They're not Hugh Jackman. Right. They're not Sean Connery. Yeah. They're not these names that you mention and you can think of 10 films they've been in. Right. So I don't know if I could think of somebody who's a main big name headliner that I would want to see in Star Wars. Well, I love one of the things that you brought up about that, and that is, you know, we go back to 1977 and we look at that cast. And the notable cast members, Peter Cushing and Alec Guinness. Right. right? Mm. Nobody else is a household name by any stretch of the imagination, right? And today, Mm. Peter Cushing and Alec Guinness are who? Yeah, they're right up there with Sebastian Shaw. I get that. Thanks for putting some salt in that wound. Eve, let me come back to you on this. (laughs) Didn't mean it that way. It's all right. Um, (laughs) So I took it. Eve, let me ask you this. With what Bex has had in mind, that you know, Star Wars has kind of been this place, or at least... Its genesis was it was this place for people to kind of ride this fame train, but were not necessarily household names before that. Yeah. As Star Wars continues to chug along, Mm -hmm. we're getting more and more recognizable names in these projects. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Nick Nolte, whether it's Tandy Newton, whether it's whomever, Mm -hmm. is this good for Star Wars ultimately that we're drawing (laughs) we... Dave and I are drawing us. That Lucasfilm is drawing recognizable A list, high B list names that we're familiar with that have a body of work? Or do you think that there's something that is actually counter to the organic process of Star Wars with that? I think it's a little from column A, a little from column okay, B. Okay, that's a cop-out, but go ahead. No, it's not a cop-out All because right. I never heard of Daisy Ridley before she became Ray. Okay. But I loved that, I'm sorry, Woody Harrelson yeah. and Tandy Newton were yeah. in Solo. Uh, I think I think if you are attracting bigger names, it's because it's a project that people want to be a part of. Okay. I don't think, like Barb mentioned, Hugh Jackman. I don't think Hugh Jackman would sign on for a role in Star Wars just because... Oh, it's Star Wars. Yeah. There's I, no I, singing part. Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. He's going on tour, so I doubt it. Death but Star, the musical. It, hello, X-Men. There. There's no singing in yeah. X-Men. Go yeah. on. Eve. But he's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I, just, I, I think if you're going to attach big names to a project like Star Wars, it just makes sense because of how big and popular Star Wars is. Okay. But um, I also get a little bit of fear with that because I don't want people who are name brand and everyday household kind of like sitting around the dinner table talking about, oh, well, this person, they're just going to join Star Wars for the sake of more press. Well, and we have that to some extent, right? We've got a lot of cameos, right? From Daniel Craig to even though got cut out the, the, the princes of England were there, and so... <laughs> they were cut, though. They, well, and they were cut, right? But uh, but but they were there, right? Yeah, Somewhere. Right. They, but were they? I, 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 I can guarantee you they probably have the footage. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, but somewhere. we don't, so does it matter? Yeah, well, right, so they're not canon, right? But <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, though, Barb, do you identify with this at all? Because when I see big-name actors, whether they're in a Star Wars project or something else, they've got to be 
really convincing for me to not, as a viewer, go, oh, that's so-and-so, and that's so-and-so that I remember this character, and this kind of like you did with Woody Harrelson before, right? Mm-hmm. You start thinking of, of that actor actress in those other roles that ultimately can be distracting. So for you, Barb, honestly, if you Jackman came to Star Wars, mm-hmm. right, and it wasn't master of the Death Star, keeper of the garbage factor. Um, <laughs> what if it was on ice? Um, it, would it be distracting for you? And so what you're for, for, for from an acting perspective, not the other perspective that I understand what you're saying. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Yes. So what you're saying though is Star Wars is intentionally getting actors that we as the audience cannot associate with other movies or projects so that we see them in the character that I'm they're... saying it's difficult for me to look at somebody that's an established actor that I'm familiar with their body of work and they've got to be amazing in the Star Wars role for me to not go sure but that's also so and so that did that and so and so that did that and to not get sidetracked or distracted from that yes and I I think that's definitely a valid point, and yeah. I can see that because that it it, it has happened to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about that is that growing up with Star Wars and being a being a kid watching the original trilogy, I got upset watching other movies that Harrison Ford was in because. He was Han Solo. He was Han Solo, and sure. he was supposed to be with Princess Leia. Yeah. Right. I cannot see him going, you know. So, w- with that said, I think that the point is that there's legitimacy to mm-hmm. having an actor that we cannot associate mm-hmm. with someone else unless they're so stellar, like yeah. Alec Guinness, yeah. that they right. can pull it off. Yeah. Right. And Alec Guinness did that. Yeah. Right. And isn't okay. it funny that he's just like, this is fairy tale rubbish? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, stick around, Tauntauns. We are actually going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Welcome, Dave. Welcome, Dave. Yeah, scoot on up. Scoot oh, on up. Okay. We want to make sure that the, the, yeah, either way, meet it halfway if you want. headphones here? Yeah, sure. Put those on. Be official. So, Dave, as we get going here, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Santa Cruz originally? Um, not quite. I okay. grew up near Los Angeles. Okay. Wow. All these Southern Cal people up here. All is right. that a thing? Do you guys two know where Redondo Beach is? Uh, yeah. Yes. Where Redondo Beach is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what brought you to Santa Cruz? Uh, school. I came up here okay. for a university. Right on. I uh, was a banana slug. Right? Okay. Mm. And uh, then I didn't want to leave. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Good stuff. Well, welcome to our uh, unmistakably Star Wars contest tonight. And oh, so, boy. help me help me get started. Would you consider yourself an aficionado? Should I start off with some harder stuff? Should I go for some easy uh, softball lombs? I guess I was a little nervous about it. Oh, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Sure. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Give, give me an easy one first. Okay. Give me all right. Like we'll the, warm up, and then give me the hardest one you got. Oh, Ooh, all, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Does that work? Is that okay? Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) All right, uh, Dave, with that in mind, um, let's start off with this this softball lob of a question. Okay. Um, Give me the total length of Yoda's lightsaber hilt. (gasps) I'm just kidding. Okay, bye. (laughs) 
real fan. Ten? Ten what? All right, all right. Ten what? Yes. Here we go. This is as easy as it gets. Dave, I want you to to name for me in chronological order, not release order, but chronological order, the subtitle for each of the Star Wars films from the very beginning all the way to the so last one. number one. We're yeah, we'll start with number one. Yeah. Mm. Episode one is the Phantom. Mode. Correct. Episode two is Attack of the Clones. Okay. Episode three is Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Now here's where it's going to get interesting. Oh, oh, well, I think I know these. Okay. Ones. All right. Closer. I've never been on a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, yeah, a little bit closer. <laughs> I should just eat this mic. There you go. Yes, it's, yes, your yes, friend. Your friend. it's your friend. <laughs> yeah. Four is A New Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Five is Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Six is Return of the Jedi. Okay. Seven is. Force Awakens. Yeah. Eight is Last Jedi. Good. And where would you put Rogue One and Solo, a Star Wars story? Uh, let's see. Rogue One is uh, between three and four. Okay. Um, I actually don't know where Solo is. Yeah. Solo? It's um, right around that time period. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit before Rogue One. All right. All right. All right. So we're we're just warming up here. We're just warming up here. All right. Um, so so we sometimes like to play a game called Lead, Follow, or Sacrifice. You may be oh aware of, of a game that was played on the playground where people named three people and you had three options of what to do with them. Well, this is kind of like that. And you can marry can one. Sw- you can kill can one. Can you swear on this show? Or no? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, you're talking about a marry or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You got it. So, okay. so this is Lead, Follow, Sacrifice. So someone okay. you would lead on a mission. Okay. Someone you would follow on a mission. Uh. Someone you'd be willing to sacrifice and on this, a mission. We're going to talk about Star Wars we, characters. We are going to yeah. talk about Star Wars pick. characters. Yeah. Say the options again. Lead, lead, lead follow. Them, follow. Lead them, them, follow them, and sacrifice one of them. Got it. All right? So here are your three. And um, I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm, do, do you consider yourself kind of an original trilogy, a, a sequel, oh, or a prequel fan? I am absolutely an original trilogy okay. person. Okay. Oh, great. Well, we'll make this totally easy who, for who you. Who is it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. All right. Um, so, Dave... Lead, follow, or sacrifice. Here are your three sure. options. Go I'm going I'm to use Leia, but I'm going to use three versions of her. I'm going to use uh, New Hope Leia. There's multiple Leias. Okay, sure. Return sure. of the Jedi Leia <laughs> uh-huh. and the Last Jedi Leia. Oh, old lady floating through space Leia? Wow. Oh, one? yeah, the Mary Poppins yeah. one. Mary yeah. Poppins Leia. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, so that's the three options? Is the three the, Leias? The, the, the three Leias, yep. Okay, we'll sacrifice old lady Leia. That's, <laughs> wow. That's ridiculous. That's wow. Two of We're all about ageism tonight, apparently, <laughs> to our older listeners. She's useless. She's useless. Anyway, um, okay. um, she did Mary Poppins herself back onto a ship. Okay. But why? But why? But then she was in a coma for a while. Yeah. It uh, took a lot of energy. All right. All right. I have Fair. a lot of issues with her role in that movie. Okay. okay. Fair um, enough. <laughs> Uh, what were the other options? I'm sorry. So we've got a, a New Hope and Empire Star, or rather, Return of the Jedi. Okay, Return of the Jedi Leia is the best Jedi, the best. Okay, um, so I would follow her. Okay, because she's great. Okay, and then I guess I would. What was the other one? You'll lead, lead a New Hope. I'll take a New Hope. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. So here's your final one for the night, and, okay. and this is going to come down to this question. Um, give me your your favorite character between Darth Vader, Chewbacca, and a Tauntaun. Oh boy. Um, Absolutely, Chewbacca. Yeah, okay. No question. All right, so in order to win a prize, Dave, you need to give us your best Chewbacca impersonation. Oh, right. oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just all just in. Like, all yeah, just go for it. I can't clip the audio or anything. Don't, don't, no, I'm so sweat it. No, all you're good. In. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Very nice. That was awesome. You're getting thumbs up. This is nice. That was really good. Was that all right? Did I pass? All right. So that was great, Dave. All right. So what you need to do now is you can pick up any one of these cards, and that number on any of those cards that you pick corresponds with the number on my computer, which corresponds with the prize pack. Do I look through them? Yeah, you don't feel free to look through them. They're just numbers. Oh, there's like a one, and there's also a ten. I like 13. You I like 13? I, like I don't have Tristadecophobia. I don't even know what that was, but that, that, yeah, that, that sounds one. amazing. <laughs> All right, so uh, lucky number 13 looks like oh, you're going to win a limited what? edition Poe Dameron in his X-Wing wow, pop no. vinyl. So I, oh, so I don't know if you collect those things or not, but that's um, a limited edition. I really edition. don't, yeah. but cool. You can find somebody. <laughs> You can find somebody Christmas that... Christmas is coming. That. Well, I'll, I'll, give, tell you I'll what, give it to somebody. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, we can double down, Dave. If oh. you want to go, oh. if you oh, no. go really crazy here, I'll mm. double down. I'll take that back and give you something of your choice. Oh, my. But you've really got to go for it. This feels like a trick. No, 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 no. It's, no, not. No, no. it's the, not. No, the fact that I grew up worshiping Monty Hall and let's make a deal has nothing Did to do with it. Did you say it's my choice? It's your choice. Yeah, I'll pick one. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. So you ready then? Okay. Mm. All right, here we go. <laughs> I need you... <laughs> I need you. I need you, Dave. You need it. I need you. All right. <laughs> I need you um, while you're still as close as you can to the microphone, but if we lose a little bit of audio, oh, that's okay. I, Dave, I, I need you to um, not only give me a tauntaun sound, but I need you to actually stand like a tauntaun. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. I've, I've heard I've heard another USW. They just sound like a cow, right? They just well, don't I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I need you to, like... Be the tauntaun, like, Dave. I need to like stand. I need to just. I need to feel it. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forfeit the prize. Oh man! <laughs> Tauntauns just sound like cows. They just go. Uh, I'm gonna give you a hat anyway. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is a cool hat. Thank you. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy it, Dave. Thanks for playing tonight. All right. Thanks All right. So much. May the force be with Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh, now listen, right. uh, this is where it's unfortunate to be a podcast because our, our listeners don't get a chance to actually see what's going on. It's and I'm, I'm looking at perhaps one of the greatest pieces of USW or rather Star Wars merch I've ever seen. We've got, we've got a, a hockey jersey with a number 77 on it. We've got uh, an X-Wing emblazoned on the front of it, Rogue Squadron, and the nameplate on the back says Skywalker. It does, where, yeah. Where did you get Skywalker that? 77. This is, this is crazy. This is amazing. <laughs> This is good stuff. All right, so thank you, thank you. Tell us your name and and where are you from? I'm I'm Alex. I'm from Santa Cruz, California. Wow, you, yeah, you're actually Alex from here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, I, I was born under the wharf. I was, wow. Uh, my parents were sea lions. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you were also conceived there as well. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Conceived and born on the wharf. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alex, give me your 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 best um, sea lion impersonation. Like if you're going to a family reunion, per se. Oh, this is this is a good one because yeah. my sister, uh, four years younger, would always call them ort orts. Oh, and that's the sound. It's a ort 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 ort. Nice. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a porg ring to it, I think. Yeah. Was that part of the trivia? Is that a- no, not at all. <laughs> that's just for my personal amusement, okay, and which good. will no doubt become my ringtone ring come tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good it. times. All right. So I'm guessing that you consider yourself, based on the merch that you're donning tonight, wow. that you consider yourself an expert. A True fan, you know, I, I definitely am more partial toward the the good movies, oh. four, five, and six. Wow, wow, case, yeah. okay, okay, okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> what, what I love is people are coming strong with their opinions tonight. Also, four, five, and six, and which of those three is your favorite? You know, Empire, because it's mm. so we. Can, 
We can swear. We established we can swear earlier. Yes, right? please. It's so fucking dismal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. It was like my high school it's years. So sad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, in your opinion, like what dismal is an interesting word? So, what mm-hmm. to you is like the epitome of dismal in that movie? I mean, it ends with Luke getting his hand chopped off. I mean, like you can't. Okay. There's just like this this note of despair, right? And and you know Hans and Carbonate, the whole thing. Like, how do you possibly come back from this? Mm. You this know? is true. This is how true. Do you, how do you possibly flip that around? Okay. And so, from Empire, what, what what's like your favorite scene in Empire? It's that that classic moment of you know Princess Leia is like, I love you, mm. and and Hans like, I know. Wow. Classic man. That was just, good, and he, it was and it was improvised too. I hope that's not in the trivia, but that was no, that improvised. Was uh, he's like, I know, yeah. made it up on the spot. It was amazing. Favorite character? Oh man, Greedo. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why. Because he didn't shoot first. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. He's just like this really, and he looks cool. Like yeah. just, the character design is is phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, and it's just like. I don't know. It he helps tell a story about who Han Solo is mm. Mm. in in literally like so few words. Yeah, and and none that we would recognize okay. if we didn't have so subtitles. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So let me ask you this: If the Force were real, and I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying you know, for the sake of all of the Scientologists in Santa Cruz and the worship crystals <laughs> and things like that, um, if the Force were real, and you could talk to a force ghost from anybody from your own past real person that has passed on who would that person be mm. oh man like they would come back as like a blues force spirit yeah, kind of exactly thing, or like sebastian shaw before he was brutally eliminated from the yeah. remake of return of the jedi a real person um so this is like somebody from your past this this could hit a a santa cruz kind of touchstone in a sense um, this amazing man, uh, Tom Cuthbertson, mm-hmm. who, who you know built something called Stonehenge up in the Poconippa mm-hmm. yeah. you know, area near UCSC. Yeah, and really phenomenal guy. One of my dad's friends. Mm. He'd sit you down. He'd tell you like this amazing creation story, like about you know coyote and like Native American creation mm. stories, or yeah. or Tam Lin and go into Celtic stories, and just this unmistakable spirit. And I feel like you know. I mean, I guess if you're going on the episode three one-off Obi-Wan lines there that you said, like, it takes some special cojones to really <laughs> come back as a force spirit. Like, right. that mm-hmm. dude could do it. Yeah. You know, he would totally be able to pull that off. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. I'm down with that. Love it. All right, here we go for the trivia. Do you want it to be Empire Strikes Back trivia? You know, it could be It could be classic Star Wars just okay. generally. Um, I mean, it could be the new movies. I saw them oh. super... Or, or, Excluding episode one, because I saw two and three super recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mm-hmm. watched about 15 minutes of episode one, and I was like, that's enough. That's... You've never seen the whole thing? No, I mean, I have, but it's... Okay. Yeah. I... Trade negotiations yeah. aren't your thing. Okay, that's cool. Right on. Um, okay, so here we go. Let's start off. We'll, we'll start off with uh, a, a trivia question from the original trilogy, then. Let's, let's go to... Um, let's go to... Uh, Bex, what, what movie should we go to first? Uh, my favorite, Return of the Jedi. Okay, yes. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Here we go. Which California city was mm. Endor filmed at? Oh. You I know, the the cheeky bastard in me wants to say <laughs> Redwood City, mm. but it uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, God, what city was that? I don't know, honestly. 
Can that would be, the, I believe, the city of Crescent. The city of Crescent. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know that the actual, they, they thought about filming it in Santa Cruz, and the local city council said no. Lame. <laughs> Lame. 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 That's just a, one of many bad moves our city council's made here. Um, all right, so here we go. Let's go on to our, our next question. And even I want you to pick a movie this time. Which movie are we going to ask a trivia question from? Rodeo New Hope. A New Hope? Yeah. All right, sticking with the OT. All right, A New Hope. Um, I would love for you to tell me what Wedge's call sign is. Yellow one? It's close. Mm. Red, oh, red one. Two. Red two. Red two. Red two. Red uh, one was Luke Skywalker. Of course. Red five. Red five. Was Luke red five. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. Um, all right. Let's see. Give me another movie. Should we uh, give me either prequels or, or Force sequels? Awakens? Force Awakens. Yes. Okay. Outstanding. Um, oh, here we go. Easy peasy. Here we go. Um, tell me um, Finn's Stormtrooper number. You got it. Oh, you got this. You got this. It was uh, F F N. Yes, go, go. You got it. Reel it in. F N. Two, one, two. Two, two, one, two, one. Yeah, and eight. Eight. <laughs> eight. Seven. Seven. You got it. <laughs> FN2187. We well can, done. We can take the whispering out of it. Yes, right? we can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So because you've done a great job. Yes. Um, You're awesome. I, 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 want, I want you to pick any one of these. Uh, a number on there corresponds with a, a number on my screen that will tell me what you've won. So pick any number. Feel free to go through them. You can touch them all, smell them, whatever you need to do. <laughs> Shuffle them. Uh, yeah. Feel, feel free. We're not picky. Let's see. Well, which there's one, a few numbers I, I can't quite see. They're picking them off the table here. But where did you get this? Oh, this is just <laughs> going to turn into a product plug. Uh, geekyjerseys.com. There you go. My wow. like, be still That's, my heart. Wow. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's Hopefully they will give you guys free jerseys right now. Yeah, that would be amazing after <laughs> give, that would be getting amazing. Yeah. free plugs. <laughs> Star Wars celebration gear. Geeky, oh, geeky jerseys. If you're out there right now, give unmistakably Star Wars as many freaking jerseys yes, as you can. Please. I like this. Yes, I like this. Love it. You know, I I really like. So, this is weird. Um, mm. Weird humble brag. I I guess I'm number two in terms of most ounces drank at pour. <laughs> wow. um, like lifetime. Like lifetime. Wow. Like, that I'd, is impressive. I'd come in here. Mm. I'd polish off six ounces a night, like a couple of days a week since they opened a few years ago. So Your I'm dedication go, is amazing. I'm going to go number two. Number love two. It. All right. I love it. All right. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel like I'm sitting with a celebrity. <laughs> hey, so do I. I'm kind of I'm, a big I'm deal. sitting with three. <laughs> <laughs> Keep drinking, it'll look like there's more. All right. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> all right, so here's what we've got. Are, are you familiar with Outer Rim Originals? You're not. It's okay. No, you can say that. But I'm, but I'm bound to be right, so, amazing. So Outer Rim Originals is limited edition artwork by Disney artists that they do specifically for Outer Rim Originals. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... You cannot get them anywhere else. You can't get them anywhere else. I'm going to give you your, your pick. We've got by Matthew Hirons. We've got the... You want to hold that up, Bex? We've got the Hero's Arrival. Oh, or by Charlie Cody, another Disney artist we have, mm. uh, Imperial Invasion. Mm, so from your favorite movie. Ooh. I mean, I have to go with Imperial right. Invasion, yes. right? There's, yeah. Because it's, it's, the, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a solid scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. There you go. 
Hey, thank you. You have got it, my friend. Our pleasure. Um, hey, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, hey, thanks, yes. for, thanks for being here, you know. We know that if we come back, you'll be here. That's exciting to us. Exactly. I'll, I'll be under the wharf with my parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> Good times, man. Good times. Line yeah. parents. Yeah. I'm sure they're very proud. I'll come find you for another trivia <laughs> yeah. night. So yeah. nice meeting you. Uh, thank you, yeah. All right, man. Take care. Yep, have a good one. You too. Christian, why don't you have a seat right over here? Christian is a Star Wars aficionado. Oh, we're going to see how true that is. All right. Put me in the low seat, I see. That's right. That's right. Come on. Pretend like you're friends with the mic there. Hello. Hello. So, Christian. this on? Absolutely. Go for it. It drowns out the voices in your head when you just put that one on. (laughs) My doctor said medication was supposed to do that. Well, doctors ought to know. Let's see. How do I... Yeah, it takes at least two college degrees to make those bigger. There we go. Oh, perfect. Now <laughs> there's right. only three voices. Now you, all right, so Christian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What brings you to Poor Taproom tonight? Uh, I'm here with a company that I, that I work with. I recently joined a company called Top Hatter, okay. which is an e-commerce mobile auction site where you can find all types of fun knickknacks and stuff you need. Very cool. And are you from the Santa Cruz area or are you moving here from elsewhere? I actually live in San Francisco. Okay. I've lived there for the last wow. eight years. Okay, right yeah. on. And prior to that, I lived in L.A. for 23 years. Okay, now this wow. could determine if you get prizes or not, Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you a Dodgers fan? Do you want me to be a Dodgers fan? <laughs> no, let me, oh, let me jet on oh, my intro like that. that. Uh, you are not a Dodgers fan. <laughs> I am not a Dodgers fan. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so you are, you are our first trivia contestant for this evening. We've got fabulous prizes for you. And from what your friends say is you are Star Wars aficionado. So I should, I should just bypass all the easy trivia and just go straight to the hard stuff. And then back to the easy stuff. Okay. Like, uh, actually right. start at the easy stuff. Start at like, the easy. Work yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, we'll do that. Um, well, let, let's do it uh, super simple then. Um, tell me who said this line in Star Wars. Laugh it up, fuzzball. That's Han Solo. That is correct. That is Woo! correct. All right, let, let's double down. We're going to go for our next one. He's also one the up. only one that would say that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. There's only one jerk there. <laughs> All right, um, let's, we're going to up the ante a little bit. All right, who said this? Actually, Layla is, is, is a jerk also. Bounty hunters, we don't need that scum. Who said that in Empire Strikes Back? You're looking worried, Christian. Bounty hunters. Mm. Okay. Can you say it like them? <laughs> the bounty hunters will say this. This is, this is somebody, I'll, I'll give you, I'll narrow it down. It's an Imperial officer uh-huh. on the bridge of a Star Destroyer. So the bounty hunters are up there, and he says, bounty hunters, we don't need that scum. All the, you know what, Christian, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some options. Yeah. All right? Here are your options. Your three options for Imperial officers are General Mati, Admiral Ozel, Admiral Piet. It's an Admiral. It is an admiral. Good. Admiral Piet. That is correct, Christian. Woo! That is correct. Good job. Okay. Now, now we're really going to test it. We're going to test your droid knowledge on this one. Tell me which droid said this line. They're not all alike, by the way. <laughs> this is They're true. All unique. This is true. You're a feisty little one, but soon you'll learn some respect. Which droid said that? C-3PO. That is incorrect. Shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can promise you, I can promise you that nothing the C-3PO says will be mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> um, the correct answer, the correct answer is EV9D9. But I'm going to let you redeem yourself right here. Ready? Okay. Of these characters, tell me which one is your favorite. 
Vader, Chewbacca, or a Tauntaun? Which one is my favorite? Yeah, out of those three. Oh, Vader. Okay, so uh, dialogue, not not including the breathing. I want you to give me your v- best Vader impression. Dialogue? Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's not dialogue. <laughs> Our listeners think that you're hitting on a hookah or something, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, 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 what does what he what does he say? Uh, he's he's in like every movie. He's got all kinds of. He he had a, one of those funny Schwarzenegger type lines where where it was uh, impressive. Um, yeah, no, impressive. When he uh, he from far away. Like oh he yeah. Does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What did he say? You know what I'm talking about. In in a new hope when he's yeah. force choking one of the generals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, is that what like no, he says? No, he says something that's a pun that's very much like uh, apology what, what, accepted. What uh, Schwarzenegger oh, the, uh, would say? Apology accepted, Captain Nita. And he says something Get like, you the "He's like, don't joke on that." Yeah, uh, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like with the you, way with Arnold you. would be like, "Everybody yes. chill," and then like freeze everything or something. Right. Like that. Yeah. Christian, I'm, we've got numbers here on yep. the back of our stickers, so I just want you to pick any one that you want. All right. And that's going to correspond with a number on my computer. All right. So what did you get? You got number three. So let's see what prize that brings you tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, you got lucky. You got lucky. Have you heard of Outer Rim Originals? Outer Rim Originals. Yeah. You haven't. It's okay. Oh, dear. Of course I have. Yeah. So Outer Rim Originals. This is a good one. We, we have actually partnered with Outer Rim Originals. They specialize with Disney artists doing limited edition Star Wars artwork. Okay. Right. So I'm going to give you your choice of Outer Rim original print tonight. You can have either by Matt Hirons. This is Hero's Arrival featuring Luke in front of, whoops, one of the uh, first orders. Or um, it looks a little bit like Jon Snow. Right, exactly. And this one is Imperial Invasion by Charlie Cody. So, Heroes Arrival, Imperial Invasion, whichever one you pick like, is yours. I like the dark one, Silhouette. Okay, there it is, right yeah, there. It's like Courtesy of Matt Hirons and Outer Rim Originals. Yeah, he's facing adversity, just him. Yes. Against the world. Indeed. Aren't we all? Indeed. Yeah. Christian, thanks for coming by tonight. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Have a great night. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, so welcome. Um, we're glad that you chose to uh, hang out with us tonight. So tell us your name. Tell us where you're from and a little bit about yourself. Yeah, hi. My name's uh, Michael. I live in Aptos, California. Okay. Um, I am a father of two. Wow. And uh, I'm married. Great. And uh, I work in IT. Wow. And uh, I like Star Wars. So Okay. Yeah, I think that uh, I could answer. You automatically qualify. All right. Yeah, okay, I'm good. We're just going to move one, on to the bonus rounds then. One right <laughs> Excellent. One there right you. question. Okay. So let, let's get to know you a little bit better. And is Michael? Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, Michael, do you have a favorite film? Um, the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch Gang. Wait. A favorite Star Wars film? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> when, when we record Unmistakably Sasquatch, we'll definitely have you on as That's a guest. That's a trick question. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh man. Uh, uh, a New Hope. I mean, let's just go okay. from the okay. from the beginning. You know. Great. And, All right. And how about a favorite character? Ooh. Um, mm. Thank. Um, Han Solo. I mean, he's ah, just. I mean, come on, he's nice. a bandit kind of. Okay, he's cool. Yeah. He's like the good bad guy yeah. sort of thing. And did you enjoy the latest Solo, a Star Wars story film? <laughs> um, I haven't seen that. 
Clearly, oh, <laughs> he's your favorite character. I mean, my God. It's so good. Yeah, my, uh, my wife's been trying to get me to watch it with our nephew, and I kind of just haven't. It's been on the back burner. Is your nephew yeah. just like a pain in the ass? Or no, he's, he's, he's awesome. And yeah. he's, he's already seen it, and i just been kind All right. of. All right. Being the bummer. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so let's start off with some New Hope trivia then. Okay. And we'll see if we can advance the, the bonus rounds. All right. A New Hope trivia. Let's begin with this. Um, from which planet is Princess Leia? I don't. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it's I can't okay. remember. I'll, I'll, let's even make it multiple choice. We can go Geonosis. We can go Mandalore. We can go... Alderaan. Alderaan. Alderaan is correct. I'm, I'm well a multiple choice kind of guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's not a problem. That's not a problem. Uh, all right, let's go on uh, to our next New Hope trivia question. Uh, what happened to Alderaan? Oh, it got uh, blown up. It, it was did. Used, it was like propaganda, you know, right. the Death Star. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're starting to pick up momentum, Michael. Okay, this, this is great. Is Here we this go. Okay. <laughs> Tell me the actor that played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original film. I don't know his name. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, oh. You, know. you want to phone a friend? <laughs> Is really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm looking over here. You got a... Who played Obi-Wan? The name Kenobi. of the actor that played the original Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, I know he's British. <laughs> he is British. <laughs> he's British. Yeah. Okay, uh, we don't know other than he's British. Here, let me let me give you some. I'll give you some some selections because you like multiple choice. Here we okay, go. Okay, I do. Um, Max von Sydow, Christopher Plummer, <laughs> Colonel Sanders, <laughs> Alec Guinness. I'll give you a hint. We're in a beer. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Alec Guinness. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah, go. Now we're on a roll. We've got momentum going <laughs> yes. now. Momentum is on our side. All right, so we're going to switch it up. Would you say that you identify more as a prequel fan or a sequel fan? Oh, man. Well, what, what would your wife identify as? She seems to be the real Star Wars fan. <laughs> in the family, Michael. She's probably a sequel. Okay. All right. Um, but I'm a huge fan of the uh, Reddit uh, the prequel Reddit, okay. prequel memes okay. on uh, All right. Reddit. All right. I mean, they're hilarious. Okay. And, uh, you know, so I'm I'm definitely like the memes of the prequel yeah. movies. All right. So um, but I'm definitely prequel a more meme fan, trilogy. fan of the sequel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, since I have no idea how to do a meme <laughs> trivia on the fly, I'll ask this from the, from the prequels. Um, in the beginning of episode one of Phantom Menace... We are met by a, a green alien creature talking about, of all wonderful things to talk about, trade negotiations and blockades. Um, any idea what that alien's name is? And I can tell from your reaction, this needs to be another multiple choice option. Definitely, so, yeah. <laughs> I can I can picture okay. it. You know, I can picture his face. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know yeah. the okay. species. No, not a problem. Here, here, here we go. Is it is it uh, Newt Gunray? Is it Captain Panaka or is it Watto? What? Oh, man. I mean, I feel like Captain being in the name, I mean, he's on a, on a big ship. New Gunray is correct. Good <laughs> job, Michael. Way to go. We are just advancing the levels tonight. All right. For the big money tonight. Um, <laughs> which one of these characters... Is your favorite? Is it 
Darth Vader, yeah. Chewbacca, or a Tauntaun? Oh. Uh, oh, I'm going to have to go with the Tauntaun. Yeah? Think. Okay. So, <laughs> so in order to claim your prize, because you've performed amazing tonight, Rest in, in, order, in order to claim your prize, we need your best Tauntaun impersonation. The, like, living Tauntaun or, like, the... Yeah, I mean, the dead ones don't <laughs> nearly make enough noise. Stink. All right, stand by. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, we're standing by. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like... Hmm. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yes. That was pretty good, Michael. All right. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to... Uh, <laughs> I'll get you this as a ringtone for your phone, <laughs> Laramie. Um, I need you to pick any number... In here, and that will correspond with a number on my computer, and that will correspond with what prize you're going to get. I'm going to go with that. Number 10. 10, number 10. 10. Wow. Outer Rim is happening tonight. So, Outer Rim Originals are so Disney awesome. artists who do exclusive limited edition artwork for Outer Rim Originals. This is one of them. Awesome. This is by Charlie Cody. This is Imperial Vasion of a Hoth. Thank you. There you go. Go give that to your wife as a Christmas gift. She'll love you forever. <laughs> and then all you have to do is say, I know. I, I know. It'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. Yeah, perfect. Congratulations. Thanks for playing, Michael. Thank you very much. great to meet you. Thanks. <laughs> well, listen, um, that was not by design, but that was a good time to uh, hang out with some <laughs> local so much fun. Bardinsians so cool. to uh, oh, talk Star Wars and have a little trivia, give some stuff away, have some fun. It has, however, because what our listeners don't know, because they're going to obviously get the post-production version of this podcast. Yes. We, we have been here for much longer than anticipated. They're actually getting ready to <laughs> Close um, kick, us, kick us out of here. Let's get ready to uh, wrap stuff up. Really? We're not done yet. For the first time in unmistakably Star Wars mm-hmm. history, I'm throwing it over to Eve to let us know what's going on in the galaxy, and she is, well, she's punching distance away from me right now, so, um, <laughs> it's okay. Not that I would do that. Yeah, well, it sounds like it. No. No. When there's witnesses? No. Okay. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> Eve. Yes. What's happening in the galaxy this week? There's an awesome print by Matt Irons on OuterRimOriginals.com, our partner site. And you do absolutely not want to miss this because Christmas is coming up and I... App- yeah. And actually those prints are available for uh, Kwanzaa, for uh, yes, Festivus. for, any, for, bar- for birthdays. Yes, exactly Gosh, right. So it's never too early to shop for um, Boxing Day, uh, Canadian holiday there. I mean, that's a, that's a big one up north of the border. Which one? Yeah, Boxing Day. Boxing Day. <laughs> Boxing Day, no, uh, December 26th. Yeah, so that's coming I up. love it. Get rid of your yeah. shit day. I so cannot wait for that day. You sit in a box the entire day? What is that all about? Just get rid of your um, shit. Yes, we like to sit in the boxes that are empty from Christmas Day. Curse. <laughs> Just curse. That's amazing. Say it for me. Honestly, yeah. like the real reason is we yeah. would box up, you know, traditionally we would box up things for the poor and mm. take them out. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. It's Good. also another holiday, so you don't have to go to work the day after Christmas. Yeah, well, that's not a bad idea either. Exactly. Um, okay, well, thank you for that bit of Canadian history, Barb. Um, listen, uh, so I guess as I'm looking around this table and the empty 
glasses that are littering about the table. I'll go ahead and do the wrap-up this week and uh, just let you all know that, as always, Outer Rim Originals are right there. You can also um, call us on our Unmistakably Star Wars World Headquarters hotline at 929-525-1977. That's 929-525-1977. As always, we want to thank each and every one of you for hanging out with us tonight on this very special episode brought to you by Port Taproom in downtown mm-hmm. Santa Cruz. We absolutely consider each and every one of you our extended USW fam, and we cannot sign up before we give a special thanks to our patrons. Mm. Talking about you, Brandon Boylan, Jim Caprin, Derek DeBernay, Dave Hackerson, Michelle Grandine, Neil Lowry, Mario Piper, Kyle Roussel, Regina Sanders, Connie Shee, Aaron Sinner, Christus Molinsky, Franklin Taylor, Michael Ward, Amy Wishman, and hey, wait for it, but we have identified our mystery donor. So a special thank you to our mystery donor, the very wonderful Esther. Yes, the very wonderful Esther. For your sustained contributions, and Esther, this is for you. I love C-3PO. I love C-3PO. For each and every one of you, financial investments have allowed us to expand our reach and quality of the programming we bring you. We know it is a sacrifice, and we are humbled and honored to be the beneficiary of your financial commitment. If you are not yet part of the extended USW family, hey, guess what? We've got room for you. And if you would consider making... This month, the month to say, you know what? My family can skip a meal a few times a month. The dirty scavengers are thankless moof milkers anyway. Or maybe you just want to pass on a luxury cup of coffee and redirect those couple dollars or euros or pounds or Aussies to become a USW patron. We promise every little bit helps, and we would be honored to be the benefactor of your generosity. Maybe celebrate Boxing Day. We're needy. We're poor. Yeah, we can put the gloves on a box, too, Bex. Absolutely. Hey, that's going to wrap up for this week, my little Tauntauns. The circle is now complete. We'll be back next week in studio talking about the lines of Han Solo. That were the pivotal moments of dialogue for the character. We'll see you next time in the digital docking bay. Until then, may the Force be with you. Unmistakably Star Wars is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods. The Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom.